Hello and welcome to the Flourishing Teacher Podcast. I would like to acknowledge that this podcast is being recorded on the traditional lands of the Bunwarung people of the Kulin Nation, and I pay my respects to the elders past, present, and emerging. I am your host, Paige Tan, and I am a teacher wellbeing coach who supports teachers and educators to prioritize themselves in order to free themselves from burnout, all while achieving balance and honoring their boundaries. Remember, you are a human being first and a teacher second. Living a mindful and balanced life is absolutely possible for teachers all around the world, despite what the statistics say. So, are you ready to start living your life in flow? And more importantly, are you ready to flourish? Hello friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Flourishing Teacher Podcast. This is going to be the last episode that is released for the year before I take a little break into the new year and we'll be back with more content for you in this brand new year, which I'm super excited about. But coming back to today's episode, in today's episode, I am going to share with you a little bit of a year in review, and I am going to share the five biggest lessons that I have learned after one year away from teaching in the classroom. Three schools and eight and a half years into teaching, I decided to hit the pause button on the profession. If you've been around in my community for a while, you would know that I made my way into Burnoutville five years into my teaching career. I share a little bit more about my burnout journey in episode two of this podcast. So if you would like to learn more about teacher burnout and the impact that it had on my life, please feel free to go back and listen to it. But sitting here and reflecting and taking myself back one year ago when I made the decision to hit the pause button on teaching, gosh, it feels like a lifetime ago, but yet it also feels like it was just yesterday. I feel like a completely different person compared to the page that was making that decision 12 months ago. I have been telling lots of people that this past year has been the gap year that I've never taken. And I can proudly sit here today and say that I do not regret that decision one single bit. I remember feeling shit scared making the decision initially and there was a huge transition period I'm not going to lie there were these constant thoughts of oh there's no more consistent schedule in my life there's no more consistent income which was a huge one to get used to However, having said all that, there has been so much good that has come from stepping away from teaching this year and I feel like I have grown as a person so damn much all because I actually had the time and space to connect with myself 
and to truly get to know myself deeply outside of my identity as a teacher, which I have carried for all my adult life thus far. And this no money can buy. For myself, the good news that I found through this year is that there is life outside of teaching and there is life after teaching. There are actually so many possibilities and opportunities out there in the world. When we're in the teaching industry, it can seem like a very, I guess, secluded sort of place where teaching is the only thing that exists in that world. And it's so easy to forget that there's a whole other world outside of that. As scary as it was to make this massive change in my life, stepping away from the classroom has been the best thing that I could have done for myself at this very present moment in my life. It was initially really strange. It was a really strange feeling to leave something that I thought would be my forever job. I mean, teaching was something that I saw myself doing since a fairly young age. And don't get me wrong, I am so grateful that I had the opportunity to grow in the industry in the eight and a half years that I was in it. There were so many parts of the job that brought me joy, but there were also so many parts of the job that brought me so much stress and overwhelm. And this brings me to my first lesson that I have learned. So lesson number one, things change over time. And it's okay for things to change. This has probably been the biggest lesson I have learned this year. The lesson of acceptance. Change is inevitable and you may have heard the saying that change is the only constant in life. It is not productive to resist it because it's it's literally impossible, right, to avoid change. Change is going to happen. Change will happen. Life is going to keep happening, even if we don't want it to. Let's be real. <laughs> and... When we accept and embrace change, we can influence the direction and outcomes of the change. I have come to learn that there are two ways to approach change. We can either let change happen to us or we can make the decision to take ownership of change. Stepping away from the classroom has resulted in massive change in my life. And it's taken some time to get to where I am right now. But embracing change and looking at it through a lens of growth and learning has also helped me embrace myself and my strengths that much more. As humans, we are wired to seek out comfort which is why it is so hard to step outside of our comfort zones. And more often than not, change requires us to step out of our comfort zones. I will be the first to admit that teaching had well become my comfort zone, even though it was stressful, busy, and it was all-consuming. <laughs> 
But by choosing to step away from my comfort zone, I have tried new things this year that I never ever thought in my wildest dreams I would do. From helping my partner Andrew scale and grow his IT business to building up my coaching portfolio and building up this coaching business and supporting teachers and educators with their personal well-being journey. I would never have thought that I would be doing things that are so different to what I was trained to do, which was to be a mathematics teacher. But here I am 12 months later, interacting with so many different people outside of the teaching world and learning and developing new skills while working with them, which has been really refreshing. So yeah, this change, I've embraced it and I've accepted that it's okay for things to change. Lesson number two, life is way too short. Our physical and mental health should always be our priority. This is the next lesson that I have learned after stepping away from the classroom. I knew that my physical and mental well-being was taking a big hit, even after eight years in the game. I was not eating well, I was not moving my body consistently I was not doing things that I love to do like reading I was spending my evenings and my weekends working for no extra pay all that marking all that planning all the emails phone calls all of that just so much to get done right and I know that at that point when I was in teaching I just didn't have the energy to do anything outside of work tasks and that's when I had to swallow the hard truth that I truly needed a break from it all. I knew that I couldn't stay in the classroom for five more years, let alone 10 or 20. Yet the more I thought about leaving teaching or taking a break from teaching, the more teacher guilt I felt. And that teacher guilt is so real. Well, I had no idea what my next step would be. I knew that there was no job that was worth giving up my physical or mental health. Life is short and if your work impacts every component of your life negatively, it's probably time to reevaluate. Your life, your mental health, your physical health, they are all more valuable than sticking it out through any career or any job. Also, Keep in mind that without mental health, without physical health, there really is no success. Recognitions, bonuses, titles, positions, they cannot make us regain our health once we have lost it. If you are answering emails and phone calls outside of work hours constantly if you are doing work late into the night whether it's marking providing feedback planning tomorrow's lessons in the long run that's all going to cost you and it is not worth not worth one single bit paying with our mental or physical health so here's your reminder that your health is really your priority.
Lesson number three. I love this one. Um, lesson number three is that I am way more than my job. Having been a teacher for close to a decade, that pretty much became my entire identity. The first few months away from the classroom, I felt it. It was like I had no idea who I was outside of being a teacher. And I have come to learn that it is so important to be aware that we are not just a teacher. We all have the tendency to use our careers to define ourselves, but it's important to remember that your job isn't who you are. It's what you do. When I first stepped away from teaching, I felt the need to justify my decision to everyone who would listen and clarify every last detail. There was this incessant need to explain my employment situation in order to give myself a purpose and an identity. But it turns out that all of that pressure to define myself using my career was totally self-imposed. Because when I started to let go of the need to hold on to that identity that I had carved around myself as a teacher, that is when I truly started feeling free. And freedom, gosh, that word freedom, that is so damn underrated in the teaching world, in my opinion. Teaching, no matter how much we love it, is just one part of us. And we should not allow it to forget the rest of us. So many teachers I know and so many teachers I speak to have also mentioned that they don't quite know who they are outside of being a teacher. And I think that says a lot about the industry as it is. Teachers don't have the time and energy to get to know themselves outside of work. And they are also not being encouraged to especially with the ever-increasing workload of teaching. We must be so careful with that mentality of letting what we do define our identity. Because at the end of the day, when we do that, we will end up being a limited version of what we could be. And as I always say, we are human beings first and teach a second. Say so number three, I am more than my job. Lesson number four, there are so many skills that teaching has equipped me with and these skills are so transferable to so many things outside of teaching. For so long I was scared of stepping away from teaching. I had spent almost nine years of my life teaching and I fed myself the belief that I couldn't do anything else. I spent five years in uni training to be a teacher and I constantly thought this, wasn't I just throwing it all away if I were to decide not to continue teaching after this year? And it wasn't until I completed my life coaching training in 2020 and started working with other teachers in a different capacity that allowed me to begin to even dare to think about doing something outside of teaching within the four walls 
of a classroom. And the truth is, teaching has built resilience in me. Teaching has taught me to be an organized person, to be a planner. Teaching has taught me to be an engaging speaker. It has taught me to learn from my mistakes. After all, I have to practice what I teach to my students. It has taught me to seek challenges and to love learning. Teaching has taught me patience and determination. Being away from teaching has also taught me now that I am an effective teacher even when I'm not in the classroom. I love teaching and coaching and supporting other educators to prioritize themselves and their well-being. I have learned that I have an incredible amount of motivation to be my own boss and that when I'm not bound in a chaotic environment, I can push myself more, not just for the sake of survival, but for the sake of developing and growing and doing new things. I have also learned that there are things in me that truly desire to help teachers all around the world to tap into their greatness by supporting them to find the magic within themselves. I have learned that I don't have to ruin my physical and mental health and I don't have to sacrifice my emotions and relationships for the sake of a job I loved that only sometimes loved me back. And more importantly, I have learned to show myself the same compassion that I show others on this wild ride called life. So many skills that upon reflection teaching equips us with. And my final lesson from this year away from teaching is that I am not failing by being out of the classroom. In fact, I am growing. I remember feeling like a failure in the first couple of months of not being in the classroom. As I mentioned before, I had always wanted to be a teacher and it was easy to make myself feel wrong when the job didn't feel right. For some reason, there, there's a stigma in the world yeah, around teachers who choose to step away from the profession. Suddenly words like selfish, weak, oh, you're just a number, you're just a statistic, you're just one of those who couldn't handle it. These phrases and words tend to make an appearance. And I bought into that story for a while. But the truth is that my life after teaching has vastly improved. It was like a huge weight off my shoulders. I can sit here today and tell you that I know with every inch of my being that I made the right decision. And I can also recognize the value in the time that I did spend in the classroom. I was able to leverage my experience in a way that is so valuable in other roles. I would never be in the position that I am in today without my teaching experience. 
But at the same time, I know that I have grown both personally and professionally during this period, and I know that I'm a better human being for it. It is such a great reminder that every experience shapes who we are and who we become. Because if I never taught, I wouldn't be able to understand the demands of teaching and the challenges that teachers face each and every day. If I didn't have the same struggle, it wouldn't have pushed me to support those going through it now. And it wouldn't have let me hear to you. So here are my top five lessons from being away from the classroom. I hope that this has given you a bit of an insight to this wild ride that I have been on since making the decision 12 months ago. And just to be clear, I'm not telling you to quit your job. Quitting is not always the right decision. But for those of you who have asked me whether to quit your job or continue to teach, and there have been more and more of these conversations that I've been having, unfortunately, what I'm going to continue to say is do what you know is best for yourself. If and when you hit that breaking point and your gut feeling is to leave and the reasons to leave truly outweigh the reasons to stay, you will know within yourself and trust that knowing within yourself. You will hear many external voices telling you to prioritize your work, but it will be far less often that you hear the message to prioritize your health and your well-being, either within education or outside of it. And I'm telling you that today, yes, you may have an obligation to your students, but you have an even bigger obligation to yourself to create a life that you want to live and living your best life might mean finding another job or it might mean staying and developing different strategies to cope with stress but do whatever it takes to pursue your dreams and your goals both professionally and personally because you sure as hell deserve that if you are finding yourself at a crossroads and thinking that leaving the classroom is a possible option, here's your reminder that there is absolutely no shame in quitting because choosing to say no to one thing will leave space in your life to say yes to something else. And that, my friend, could very well be the best decision that you make for yourself. However, if you're still with me here, and you will still find yourself in the teaching game in the coming year. I want to ask you this question. When you think about the year that has been and the year that you want next year, do you want a replica of this year? If you do, then this upcoming offer that I'm going to share is probably not for you. However, I'm going to tell you that nothing changes if nothing changes. You cannot keep showing up the same way and expecting different results. If you're sitting here at the end of the school year thinking that you want to show up differently next year, keep listening. Because what I know is this, I am living proof that when you decide that your personal well-being is your number one priority, amazing things can happen in all aspects of your life. Four years ago, I was in my full-time teaching job. I was exhausted. I was over it all. My life was consumed by the job. And as you can imagine, I reached the depths of burnout, which is a place that I never, 
ever want you to have to get to. But as I made the conscious decision to go all in on myself, I began showing up differently. I called in the right support of mentors and coaches that have walked before me on this journey. And now I am so proud to be sitting here and saying that I am serving teachers, big-hearted teachers, just like you, to be able to do the exact same thing. To align yourself with your values and to show up as the best teacher and educator that you can be. If you want 2023 to be the year that you don't experience burnout, that you don't go into a spiral of work taking over your life, that you don't get to the end of the year and ask yourself what you did outside of work, that you don't prioritize yourself, this offer is for you. I know that you really love what you do and that you want to reconnect to your why. I know that you want to show up from that place of feeling energized and inspired again. I know that you want tools and practices as to how you can show up in your day where you actually get to 7pm and you don't feel exhausted. And I know that you want a life outside of teaching as well. And I know all this because I was you. I had to consciously make decisions to prioritize my well-being and I had to equip myself with the tools to show up differently, to show up from a place where I was being my best self and I want this for you too. And this is exactly what I bring to my coaching offerings. I currently offer my signature 90-minute coaching intensive, the Eudaimonia Kickstarter, or a three-month coaching series, The Eudaimonia Way. And these coaching containers are created to support teachers who are wanting the support to prioritize their well-being and to truly show up in a way that they haven't shown up before and to actually be content and happy, not just as a teacher, but outside of teaching as well. I also want to let you know that my prices for my coaching offerings will be increasing in the new year. But to thank you for being here in my community, in this podcast community, I am stoked to let you know that if you book in for an intensive or a series before the start of the next school year, which is end of Jan 2023, you will be locked in at my current prices. If you want to reach out and ask any questions, then please do. You can also book in calls with me to find out more. So please don't hesitate to do that. I will leave the links in the show notes. But I am here. I'm around. Thank you so much for being here with me on this podcast. And to those of you who are ready to take it one step further, I cannot wait to support you. He is wishing you all a wonderful festive holiday season and a happy new year. And as I mentioned at the top of the episode, I will be back with more podcast episodes in the middle of January and with brand new content that I'm so excited to share with you. Sending you all so much love. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Flourishing Teacher Podcast. 
If you enjoyed listening to this episode today, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review on whichever podcast platform you are tuning in from. Also, I would be eternally grateful if you would share this podcast with all the other superhero teachers in your life who would benefit from listening to these conversations about prioritizing their well-being. Join me on my mission to spread the word and spread the importance of teacher and educator well-being. Thank you so much for being here and I'm looking forward to having you on the next episode.